President Ronald Reagan said, I've noticed that everyone who is for abortion has already been born. New York City has been having some issues with the rising number of illegal immigrants for a long while now. They've been putting them up in hotels for months on the taxpayer's dime. In addition to free housing, they've also been receiving free meals from the hotels. Now the city is starting a new program where migrants are instead going to be given prepaid debit cards instead of receiving the free meals from the hotels. Apparently, by doing so, the city will be saving $600,000 a month, but there's no way of being 100% sure of where the migrants spend this money. It doesn't really matter which program is better because no program should exist to begin with. Citizens are paying taxes just for their government to give it to non-citizens who don't even contribute to our society. They're given so many special privileges already. They don't even have to follow our laws. That's why the House of Representatives passed legislation that would require illegal immigrants to be deported if they were found driving under the influence of alcohol. Sadly, fatal accidents involving drunk illegals have become very common across the country. Many examples were cited by lawmakers, including one instance where an illegal immigrant was drunk driving at 100 miles per hour and crashed into a newlywed couple on a motorcycle. That same driver had been convicted four previous times for drunk driving. He's not a citizen, yet he continues to remain in this country despite his crimes. Under this new law, the first offense of a non-citizen would send them packing back to where they came from. It just makes sense. If you aren't going to respect our laws and come here illegally, and then go on to commit even more crimes that directly put people in harm's way, you should not be allowed to stay here. Even some Democrats understand that. But still, 150 of them in the House voted against the bill. It does have a good chance of passing in the Senate if even a few Democrats are willing to enact some common sense. Biden's signature, on the other hand, is questionable. We all know he typically only supports policies that hurt the American people, so this might be a little outside his platform. Elon Musk has implanted the first Neuralink in a human. Neuralink is an experimental technology company that is pioneering brain-computer interfaces. They say that this implant will allow a person to control a computer solely by thinking. The first round of trial participants were adult quadriplegics, and they are hoping to give them some function by using their brains to control a computer. Theoretically, as the technology develops, they would then be able to control mechanical limbs with their brain, no different than an able-bodied person controlling their own legs. This stuff has so many potential applications for medicine and who knows what else. It's slightly concerning, though. It all sounds great, but it also kind of sounds like the mark of the beast. I know, I know, the COVID vaccine was the mark of the beast. But that one isn't really panning out, so I'm going to go with Neuralink instead. Surprisingly, some Democrats in Congress have actually been the skeptical ones. Although, I'm thinking that has more to do with hating Elon Musk than about actually trying to regulate anything. There's also a lot of concern about further integrating humans with technology. But we're already gone so far. I mean, consider this. 
you're listening to this podcast most likely on your phone through Wi-Fi or wireless data, possibly on Bluetooth headphones, bringing my opinions directly to your ears without any wires. We're probably closer to the ability to play that directly in our heads than we are to the invention of the internet. Six pro-life protesters were convicted of violating the FACE Act. If you don't know, the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act is a law passed back in 1994 that was signed by Bill Clinton, making it a federal crime to forcibly block the entrance to a clinic by someone seeking reproductive health care. The law has regularly been used to target Christians and others protesting abortion. It allows for up to 10 and a half years in prison and a $260,000 fine. The six in this case were Chester Gallagher, Paul Vaughn, Heather Idoni, Calvin Zastro, Coleman Boyd, and Dennis Green. These are heroes, and they were accused of blocking the entrance outside an abortion clinic in Nashville while they were protesting the murder of babies that's going on inside the clinic. Local police officers at the scene did not arrest them at the scene. Actually, it was the Biden Department of Justice that sent the FBI to their homes to arrest them and raid the properties. Here was the reaction of one of the lawyers representing the pro-lifers. Remember, all of this is for an event, a peaceful event, that took place a year and a half earlier. So there's no excuse for the conduct of the FBI in the way they carried out this. It was just a SWAT team raid, really. It's disgraceful conduct, makes me embarrassed to claim my American citizenship, and makes you wonder, what is the agenda being served by the uh, Biden regime and uh, Garland's Gestapo? This one, as we mentioned, is uh, a year and a half old. And by the way, coincidentally or not, what they did is release this indictment on the day that the president and the vice president were meeting with their so-called reproductive rights task force uh, on the 100th day after the decision in the Dobbs case that overturned Roe. This is, I think, war on Christians. Aside from all the obvious rights being violated here, like the right to protest, their lawyers are also arguing that the FACE Act no longer stands after the Dobbs decision. With the fall of Roe, abortion is no longer considered reproductive health care by the federal government. Republicans in Congress are calling to repeal the law due to the weaponization of it against pro-life Christians, but regardless of the law or our constitutional rights, I wish that there were more brave souls out there that would take a stand against this decades-long genocide. Medical science has advanced so far that there is no question of right or wrong anymore. It is an egregious evil that this nation is going to have to face one day. There's no greater issue in this country. Not the economy, not transgenders, not the border. None of it is more important than the violence against our unborn children. Well, that's all I have time for. Were you offended by this podcast? Good. Thanks for listening, guys. I really